WXDX FM, Pittsburgh. Here's an amazing accomplishment by Max Scherzer of the Washington Nationals. He threw nine pitches in an inning last night and struck out three batters. My initial response was, why did they let Sean Rodriguez bat three times? But no, it was legit. Scherzer did it against Tampa. It's called the Immaculate Inning, and I believe Myron Cope named it that uh, years ago, 72, I think it was. Three batters, three strikeouts, nine pitches, nine strikes. Scherzer is only the fifth pitcher in history to throw an immaculate inning more than once. Last night was the second time he did it. The others were Lefty Grove, Sandy Koufax, Nolan Ryan, and Randy Johnson. Everyone is a Hall of Famer. I just wonder how they went back and looked that up about Lefty Grove, who pitched from 1925 through 1941. He led the American League at strikeout seven times, so maybe they figured. He must have done it. Let's just say he did it. I'm tired of looking through all this old paperwork. Lefty Grove won exactly 300 games. He threw left-handed. It's right there on his Wikipedia. Lefty Grove threw left. He won 24-8 in 1933 for the Philadelphia A's and was traded to Boston after the season because the Athletics owner, Connie Mack, wanted to cut payroll. Boy, if only we could get a guy like that to buy the Pirates. So there you go. The Immaculate Inning. I dragged that out. It's an art, I think. Sick Again, brought to you by 84 Lumber. Helping to build the right way since 1956. Scherzer threw 99 pitches last night. 81 were for strikes. It is like pitching to Sean Rodriguez on a continuous loop. Uh, Scherzer is 10-1 and with a 1.95 ERA, so he's pretty good. If we're just tuning in here is the news. Sean Rodriguez starting again tonight after sucking out loud the past week. 0 for 8 with three strikeouts, three errors in the field, and yet he just keeps getting trotted out there. And, you know, he's not a shortstop by trade. Frazier could do it. Harrison could do it. Gunn could do it when he gets called up. They got to get rid of this guy. You can't keep trotting a bum like Sean Rodriguez out there as often as they do and Tell me you're trying to win. And if you do tell me that, I don't believe you. Uh, Rodriguez hitting 163. My IQ is 166. It's a tight race. He has started a third of the Pirates games and strikes out more than a third of the time. And if you want to whine that he's not going to ever be the same and hasn't been after the car wreck he was in last year, maybe you're right. That's too bad. I don't care. If he's no good, don't play him. If he's no good for whatever reason, don't play him. This is just Hurdle proving he's boss and doing his buddy S-Rod a solid by trying to show that he still has value, but he does not. And nor does Clint Hurdle. Not anymore. Not in my book as the Pirates manager. That That is great in, uh, in Wikipedia. Lefty Grove, 
through left. Uh-huh. Let's go to Will in the truck. Will, you're on the Mark Madden Show. What's going on, Double M? What up, man? Well, you're talking about Sean Rodriguez and how people are crying because they're booing him. When you suck out loud, you get booed. But you know who needs to be booed more? Clint Hurdle, every time he takes the field. And then on top of that, they need to start a chant in that damn stadium saying, Go Nuttings Wallet, because that's all that matters. Yeah, but here's the thing. You need people in a stadium to do a chant. Like I said last night, only 12,000 bought tickets and only a fraction of that was in the stands. And uh, I can't believe more people aren't making a bigger issue out of that. Dejon's going to be in at 5.30 to talk about how baseball was in 1945. And he wrote a column on his website about how how weird the park is without many people in it. What a beautiful park, but it's been abandoned. That's not the issue. The issue is dollars and cents and how the hillbilly prince losing money he counted on making via attendance affects the direction this team goes in. That's the story. Let's go to Mike in Newcastle. Mike, you're on with Double M. How you doing today, Mark? Terrific. Okay, I want to talk about uh, Sean Rodriguez. Uh, they have this thing in baseball called the Mendoza line. If you're hitting under 200, leave it up to the Pirates to further embarrass themselves more. And more or or further, uh, the, the, the thing with the Mendoza line is, and, and don't get me wrong, that's a, Mario Mendoza was a former Pirate shortstop who hit like in the 200s all the time. But Mario Mendoza was a brilliant fielder. Okay, not that that makes up for hitting 200, but, uh, well, Mark Belanger, let's, let's go to him. Mark Belanger, the Orioles shortstop in the 60s and 70s, sometimes hit under 200. But he was like the best fielder ever at shortstop. I mean, right there with Ozzie Smith and guys like that. But with Sean Rodriguez, you're talking about a guy who stinks at the plate and stinks in the field. There is nothing about his game that gives you logical reason to play him. Let's go to Ian in the big truck. Ian, you're on with Double M. Hey, how you doing today? Terrific. So I just had a few questions. Uh, uh, do you believe that Rodriguez truly has earned a spot in the major leagues? I, I think at one time he was he was adequate, but not now. Uh, so how many cheeseburgers are on? Uh, cheeseburgers on my console, none right now. None. Okay, furthermore, I was going to cut you off because you talked like either quaaludes, repeated third grade a couple times, dad dropped you on your head when you were a baby. I mean, when there's literally space between words that you could drive a car through, Bri, you got more problems than telling me how fat I am. Some of those holes were so big that that even a good shortstop couldn't be expected to cover the ground, let alone Sean Rodriguez. Seriously, can't any of you do better than telling me how fat I am? Tell you what, come and tell me how fat I am to my face, and then I'll reach down your throat and pull up whatever you had for lunch. And if it looks good, I'll eat it. Let's go to Jimmy in Upper St. Clair. Jimmy, you're on with Mark. How are you doing, Double M? Love the show. Terrific. Hey, I have a question. The Pirates' first-round draft pick that they just um, got in the first round, 
if he produces through the minors and does what he does, do you think Bob Nutting will pay him the money he deserves? That's Swaggerty, the kid from Alabama. He will not be in the majors uh, while I'm still alive. <laughs> not going to start that service clock. I mean, let's let's not worry about you know uh, the All American American Swaggerty. Let's worry about whether Austin Meadows is going to play every day anytime soon. I bet he's yet sent back to the minors this year. Let's go to Anthony and Penn Hills. Anthony, you're on with Double M. Hi, right, Mark. Uh, you're talking to Rupp there about uh, you're you're telling Rupp, you know, a Penn's fans are rooting for a Flurry. You seem a little surprised when we're rooting for uh, Warpath, like we forgot about him, but I, I'll never forgive. Uh, well, you know, Warpath, I, don't I can't understand the word you're saying, but thank you. Yes. Goodbye. I don't know if that was cell phone, the drop on the head thing, the repeat fourth grade thing, but you know what? I was so happy because after literally 65 minutes of the show, I had not taken a phone call, and I felt like it was great radio. Then the minute I let amateurs supersede the work of a real professional, namely me, the thing went straight to hell in the proverbial handbasket. I haven't had much negative feedback about um, saying the Shazier thing today was kind of not dumb, but, but just misguided. He's not going to play again. He's not qualified to be a coach. I don't understand the point of him scouting and breaking down video. I, I just don't get any of it. And it's nice to encourage the guy, but at some point the Steelers aren't going to be part of his life. And is it a distraction after a while? Well, no, not compared to to their other distractions. Let's put it that way. I wonder where what Ben went for vacation. Did anybody ask him? Because he missed the OTAs because of vacation, which I don't think Ben should go to any OTAs ever. Optional, 36 years old, rest better than work. Plus, he has three boys. He's chasing them around wherever they went. That That's a work in and of itself. I'd love to know where a guy like that goes with his family. Let's go to Dan in Bridgeville. Dan, you're on with Double M. Hey, what's going on, Big Sexy? What up? Uh, question for you. I uh, I see this the Shazier thing blowing up on the on the internet today or whatever. And uh, what are your thoughts? There's, there's no way in hell this guy's playing again. I mean, I, I love a guy and all, but he's lucky to walk. You know? Uh, no, no. Here's the important thing. No matter what strides he makes, and they've been considerable so far, no doctor will ever clear him to play again. That's just not going to happen. No matter right. how much he yeah. wants it, and let's even say his body would respond to the point where it was theoretically possible, no doctor would clear him. Now, Mark, I'm going to ask you, if I can give you uh, a question, what would you think, how many more years until he's able to come back, if you think he's coming back? He's not coming back. I'm not going to answer hypothetical. No way in hell. Nope, he's just, he just not coming back. I wish him well. I hope he does. I'll celebrate it. On that day, if he does manage to come back and play, but it's just not going to happen. Let's go to Pat in the truck. Pat, you're on with Double M. Hey, Matt. How you doing? Mark or Mr. Madden? One or the other. Okay, so Rodriguez. Yep, see you later. Callers are props. I am the master. You will treat me like your superior because I am. Four one two three 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 ninety nine thirty nine. I am. I'm the star. Your props. I'm the star. What about that? Is so hard to understand. Anywho, 
Dejon next hour. I have so many notes. I, I over-prepare for this show. I could make this a lot easier on myself, but, but I just don't. And I suck because I don't. I, I talked about the Larry Sanders thing too early. Talked about the, the Luke Heimlich thing too early. Am I out? Am I out of original material for the hour, for the, for the show? I think I am. Boy, now I now I want you to call. 412-333-WXDX. And now the super genius, Mark Madden. Super genius. Yeah. Mark, love the show. Well, if I won you over by imitating Dusty Rhodes, the American dream. So be it, baby. The X at 105.9. Steelers quarterback Ben Roethlisberger spoke today after OTAs. He uh, came back today after missing uh, most of the last two weeks, I believe, having gone on a family vacation. He said, if coach asked me to be here every day, I'd be here every day. I think it's wise that that coach doesn't and that Ben isn't. I think, again, I can't stress this enough. When you're 36 and you've taken the bumps and bruises Ben has over the course of a glorious NFL career, rest helps you more than extra work. And you people out there would know that if you weren't all talented. Talented people don't need to just work, 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 work. Now, Sidney Crosby does, Antonio Brown does, and that's good for them. But not everybody needs that. I've always said hard work's the most overrated thing in the world. Not just in sports, but period. You kids out there, if your father or coach tells you that hard work will get you whatever you want, don't believe him. Water finds its own level. So, you know, don't stay after practice for whatever sport to do extra work. Go home, have an ice cream sundae. It worked for me. Water found its own level. For me, it was a high level, a different level. And just something where I could run my mouth like crazy. Worked out great, I think. Ben also said he's excited to see what James Conner can do in pads. Said it's early to assess James Washington, the rookie receiver. But he has noticed that Washington has a knack for combat catches, quote-unquote. And Ben said that new offensive coordinator Randy Fickner, who was previously the Steelers quarterback's coach, he called him a winner. I think when Ben says winner, what he really means is not Todd Haley. In fact, I think that Fickner's biggest qualification to be Steelers offensive coordinator is he's not Todd Haley. And I'm not criticizing Fickner or Ben for forcing the move or Tomlin and the Steelers for making it. That's a pretty big qualification, not being Todd Haley. It's like 2009 when Bosma took over for Terry and his Penguins coach. His biggest qualification was he wasn't Michelle Therrien because Therrien had worn the Penguins out. They were tired of him. Same thing with Haley. Haley wore that offense out. The quarterback was visibly weary of Haley. That's a good move. Not at all unfair to Haley. If Haley doesn't want to bounce from team to team, and he will never learn, but if he doesn't want to bounce from team to team, just quit acting like a dink for 30 seconds. But he can't. Just can't. Turning now to hockey. Game five of the Stanley Cup final is tomorrow night at Vegas. And I'd like to see Vegas and Marc-Andre Fleury extend the series for sure. Although, 
Although it would be interesting to see how Vegas' crowd would react if the Golden Knights lost the Stanley Cup at home. Because that's a very naive bunch, a bunch of greenhorns, really. And they bought into the storybook. And I don't think they have thought at all about losing. I don't think the Vegas fans have even considered the possibility of not winning the Stanley Cup. Like I chatted about with Mike Rupp a little earlier, Pittsburgh fans keep pulling for Flurry. But what if Brooks Orpik wins the Stanley Cup with Washington? He was a big contributor here in 2009 when Pittsburgh won the Cup. I always called him the conscience of the Penguins' dressing room, the guy who pointed the right direction. What's wrong with Orpik winning the Cup? I'd be happy for him. Orpik did a lot here. His legacy in Pittsburgh has been underrated in some ways. 412-333-9939 is the number to call. Uh, the big topics today, what's your take on Shazier saying he plans on playing football again? I don't think any doctor would ever clear him. I just don't think that's ever going to happen. Sean Rodriguez is in the lineup again tonight. After making another error last night and taking another offer last night, and after the Pirates lost again last night, what the frig is going on there? And I know Jordy Mercer has flu-like symptoms. I don't care if there's a bronze streak running down the back of both of his uniform pant legs. Get him out there at shortstop ahead of Sean Rodriguez, who is the living, breathing embodiment of that stain as a baseball player. Put Harrison at short. Put Frazier at short. Play without a shortstop. You don't start a guy who's hitting 163 and who has done nothing but brought the team disaster over the past week. 0 for 8, 3 Ks, and 3 errors committed in the field. Also, we're talking about the rebranding of the International House of Pancakes that's going from IHOP with a B to IHOB with a B. Conventional wisdom says it's going to mean breakfast. I'm hoping it means boobies. I'm hoping it's a Hooters for breakfast. And I will not stop talking about Hooters until one is back in Pittsburgh. I love going to cities with Hooters. Atlantic City, Hooters in the Tropicana Casino. Chicago, Hooters right by the airport. Vegas, Hooters Hotel and Casino. Houston. Hooters every two or three miles on the highway. Every exit there's a Hooters. Like McDonald's here. We need a Hooters back in Pittsburgh. Also, we're talking about the Kiss Farewell Tour, which I don't believe for a minute will be a farewell tour. Starts next year. It's going to last three years. That's an awful long farewell. They've already done a couple farewell tours. I believe the Kisses said farewell when both Gene and Paul are dead. And by the way, if Paul dies first, Gene will keep going, no question. Well, you know, Paul wasn't really a big part of the creative process. Also, uh, now on Jules Jordan video, Mandingo Massacre 14. And I love the use of the word massacre. I, I really do. They don't make love. They don't have sex. This man and this woman, the woman is massacred. Massacred by Mandingo. 
Let's go to Nathan in Mount Lebanon. Nathan, you're on with Double M. Hey, Mark. I kind of hear you saying with Orpic and Washington, but that hit on Mata a couple years ago in the playoffs where he got suspended, I mean, it really turned me on Orpic. I mean, it was so delayed. I was now, how would you have felt? I, I didn't like it either. I didn't like it either, and I'm a big Ole Mata fan. Yeah. How would you have felt if Orpic had done it while he was a member of the Penguins to an opponent? Oh, I thought the same way. I thought a Matt Cook type of hit on uh, who's that guy in Boston, Savard. I thought that was dirty. Uh, I wouldn't have liked it at all. I think it was definitely suspendable. It was super late into the head. I just, I don't know what Orpic was thinking in that moment. Uh, I know this is his old team. I don't know if his emotions were ramped up, but I mean, he just really lost me with that. There's hit. no question it was a dirty hit, and I can understand why that would make Pittsburgh fans think less of him. However, if you look at Orpic's body of work as a Penguin. That far outweighs one dirty hit coming back the other way at the Penguins. Let's go to Evan in Bridgeville. Evan, you're on with Double M. Hey, Mark. How's it going? Hi, Evan. So I'm kind of curious as to <laughs> what you think is going to go on uh, if they'll ever take Sean Rod out of the lineup or send well, him no, down. No, no, he'll be out of the lineup when, uh, when Jordy Mercer's healthy. But the fact well, okay, that he's well, back. Yeah, fair enough. But he shouldn't be playing tonight. After screwing up last night, screwing up nonstop for a week, and legitimately costing the Pirates runs with poor play oh, in the yeah, field, absolutely. that's supposed to be his forte, is the glove. He's hit 163, which is just terrible. Yep. But, but you know, he's not really a shortstop. They act like he's the only backup shortstop. But Harrison's played shortstop. Frazier's played shortstop, I think, in the minors maybe. I mean, I Put anybody else in there. Because if he's not fielding well... He doesn't hit well. There's no point to playing him. No, and if they wanted a solid glove that couldn't hit, they should have held on to Clint Barmas. Well, that's old news, boy. People still have a still have a, a thing that's not good for Clint Barmas. Yikes. Should have held on to Mario Mendoza. Should have held on to Tim Foley. Tim Foley wasn't the worst hitter ever. And he, he was the shortstop in 79 when they won, I'm pretty sure. Let's go to Greg in South Hills. Greg, you're on with Double M. Hey, Mark. Uh, kind of echoing sentiments of uh, the guy who called two calls ago. But, yeah, I just can't root for anybody associated with the Caps after the Niskanen, the Orpic, the OV, the Wilson, all those cheap shots on our guys. I just can't forget them. So That's I, true. I, That's a lot of cheap shots by the Capitals against the Penguins. And uh, yeah. I don't want to see Tom Wilson win the Cup for sure. Exactly. Tom Wilson, the porn chick. You know, it's funny. Mia Khalif is the porn chick who loves the Capitals, and she quit porn, and she's trying to go into the sports industry like as a, uh, what I do, okay? You can't shake having done that. Once you do that, that's what you are. That maybe is unfair, but it's not going to change. Jesse Jane. Well, we're talking a lot of porn today after not having talked porn for quite some time on this program. Jessie Jane, one of the most famous porn girls of the past 10 or 15 years. She was on Twitter complaining she got hired for a mainstream part, and then everybody involved in hiring her wanted to screw her. And it's terrible that they think that. Absolutely terrible. And she says she won't do it, and I have no doubt that she won't, and maybe she'll quit the part. She didn't go that far, but uh, but you can't shake having done that. And it's not fair, but you can't shake having done that. Now, what makes it easier to accept with Mia Khalifa is, unlike Jesse Jane, 
Mia Khalifa is just a jerk. As is Britt McHenry. The weather girl, where's she at now? She does weather in, in, I forget if it's Des Moines or Dubuque. I forget which. 412-333-9939 is the number to call. Still no feedback on the Shazier thing on this program. No calls today. Like I said, I don't think he's ever going to play football again. And I think at some point he's going to have to be told that. I mean, he comes out today in front of the media, and everything he said was, like, very inspiring until you realize none of it can happen. You think they're going to let him coach? You think they're really going to let Shazier coach? Be involved in coaching meetings? Have duties? Then again, they let Porter do it. But does anybody really think they're going to let Shazier coach? Does anybody really think he's going to play again? Sure, he wants to stay involved with football. Why wouldn't he? It's been his life. But there's a lot of people out there who want to be involved with football that just aren't going to because they have nothing to offer. And right now, Ryan Shazier, when he can't play, I mean, I don't see what the use for him is. Other than inspiration. Other than being a mascot. And if you're him, would you want to be that? Boy, I don't think so. We got Deja next hour. Deja wrote a good column about how PNC Park's become kind of melancholy given how few people are there. And, and, and why are people talking about how bad the attendance is? That's the big story. In, in today's sporting environment, dollars and cents are always the big story. And how bad attendance trickles down is something that's going to affect the Pirates dramatically when you have an owner who counts every nickel and predetermines how much he wants to make and then goes backwards to get it. Will slash payroll to get it. Adjust the budget to get it. Let's go to Mark in the car. Mark, you're on with Double M. Yeah, I think that Donald Trump's doctor would clear branch. Yeah, goodbye. No point in indulging that. Let's try Guy Monongahela. Guy, you're on with Double M. Double M, big fan, big fan. Right. Hey, uh, I just wanted to weigh in on Shazier. I mean, we all saw the hit. He's not going to play again. I agree with you 100%. I mean, it was a great story last year, but we need to move on. The minute he started walking, it was a great story and the end of the story. I agree. And now it's his life, and it doesn't really involve football that much anymore. I mean, you can't see him know. having a use as a coach, can you? I, I don't, and I don't want to see him get hurt on the field again. I mean, that would be... Yeah, I mean, would you I, want him even on the sideline? That's a risk that the Steelers, I don't think they want to take. I don't think any NFL team would. Let's go to Jim Bob in the car. Jim Bob, you're on with Double M. Good day, Mark. Right. Uh, so, yeah, I don't think uh, Shazier is ever going to play again, and I agree with you 100% that, uh, you know, they just pretty much after this year, they paid him his money the last year of his contract. I'm just hoping that the guy has a sound financial planner so that uh, he can uh, make do for his family for the rest of his life. And I'm sure, he, I'm sure he will. But he just well, needs to – you see, I don't want to say he needs to go away because that has a bad connotation to it, but he does need to go away. Well, I mean, the, the bottom line is he has no qualifications to coach. He's not a coach. He's not a player. He's not a scout. There's nothing he can do to really help that team except be a mascot, which I think is, is kind of demeaning. Yeah, he's the next player that was a hell of a player on the field, but you know the time has come to to just let it go, uh, and that's where it's at. Let's go to Jason in the car. Jason, you're on with Double M. 
Yeah, Mark, uh, you know, with respect to Pirates attendance, I guess how much does it really matter since most of the Pirates revenue stream is from revenue sharing from the national MLB Because nothing is conning on that money. But, but, I mean, he can adjust backwards like you just said. He, no, no, no. When he, he can adjust backwards and cut a payroll. Yeah, exactly. So he'll make his number regardless. Well, but, but when he cuts payroll, the team gets even worse, and it ain't real good right now. But that's his strategy, and that I mean, so the yeah, I, that's yeah. exactly what I said. You've called the show to repeat exactly what I said. But I guess what my point was: most teams, when they see declining attendance, would say, "Well, we've got to invest in the product, improve the product, and make revenue through our attendance." Nothing will do the exact opposite. Most teams, there are teams that want to win, and there's teams that want to make money. And there's some teams that kind of try to win as long as they make a little money. But Bob Nutting wants what he plans on making. Okay, Bob Nutting could increase payroll by $50 million a year and still make money. He could. That's the one thing nobody wants to understand. I keep hearing all the shills. And by the way, you know who's been really quiet? And I won't give them the satisfaction of saying their names on my show. All those piece of trash amateur bloggers who are seeing their team fall apart and the plan fall apart and Harrison's going to get traded and now not a peep. Not a peep. You know why? Because when you're a stooge in the shill... And the situation calls for you to, to, to tell the truth about why the team's failing, you just clam up. Or find a more pleasant topic like that guy who does nothing but write about the prospects. You know what he should do when he analyzes the prospects? He should say, okay, so and so prospect, I bet he's with the Yankees in nine years. Okay, this guy, another prospect, I bet he's with the Dodgers in eight years. That would be legitimate analysis. Of the pirate system. Let's go to Jeff and Overbrook. Jeff, you're on with Double M. Yeah, Mark, I have a question about Shazier. Um, they they were talking about he might get a contract extension today on the B team, blah blah blah. Is he still affecting the salary cap? Why would you get? No, no, they they gave him a bonus instead of salary. They're no, not going to give him a new just, contract for I was God's just sakes. Curious. Well, that's what they were assuming this morning. I what that they would morning. give him a new contract? Well, what his speech was going to be about when he. Up in front of the media. Well, you can't give that guy but, a new contract. In other words, his salary. You know, at, at that point, if you give him a new contract, he's a mascot and a charity case. I just don't get the, the like, all the Shalev stuff. The goal was to walk again. He's doing that. That's the end of the story. No matter what you want it to be, no matter what he wants it to be, that's the end of the story. Bob McLaughlin up next, 105.9. And now, the super genius, Mark Madden. It'd be the hoity-toity instead of the hoi polloi. Double M, what's up? Idiots are often happy, but they have no real impact in this world. Unless, of course, they're good enough to make the NFL. The X at 105.9. Talking about Bob McLaughlin, who's brought to you by 84 Lumber. Bob, we've got a lot to get over, but uh, first off, it's a topic I beat to death. But why don't we have a Hooters back in Pittsburgh yet? Oh, wow. Um... Well, I guess because they both failed, right? There were two locations, one out near Monroeville, one downtown, or one on Station Square, and And I'm not failed. saying for the wings. I just like, I like Cooters as a sports bar. I mean, if they could, you know, make the Big Shot Bob's a little bit bigger and, you know, get the, well, no, I don't want the guys who work there to dress skimpy, but but uh, the wings are better, way better Big Shot Bob's. But I just, like, Hooters was my favorite sports bar in Pittsburgh. 
Maybe bad location because he had to cross the river to get over to it if you were doing well, something Well, no, the, downtown. but the one in Monroeville did really well, I think technically in Wilkins Township, but the guy who owned it uh, didn't pay his franchise fee for a number of what? years, and he, and he couldn't pay up, so they closed it down. Okay, more more prescient to the conversation we've had today. What'd you take away from Ryan Shazier and what he said today at the Steelers headquarters? I totally understand uh, what your message is on that one. Um, and I, I understand why a lot of fans are agreeing with it. It is going to be you, you very hard. You do agree hard. he's never going to play again. I do. I do think that. But no, the one no thing doctor I, would ever clear him. The, the, I do agree with you on that one. The only thing I don't agree with, Mark, is that the only one who, who tells you when this story is over, though, is Ryan Shazier. No, that's not true. How isn't that true? He can keep working and trying and doing every single thing he wants to until he decides that it's over. I mean, Bob, it's not Animal House. We know it's over. He has screws and rods in his back. No doctor's going to let him play. No team would let him play. You have no idea how far he will go, what he will spend, what he will do. He's the only one that can say that I it's over. I know it won't be far enough. Uh, like I said, we disagree. Let me tell with you, you I'd like that. to I'd like to put Art the second on truth serum and ask him if he would let Shazier play again. I bet the answer is no. Well, it's, I mean, for right now, I'm sure that they're standing by their guy because of the injury, because of the severity of it. They already made a wonderful gesture by converting his uh, salary into a bonus yes. so that he has that money now. They're letting him use the facilities down there. They're letting him stay around the team. And if that's good for his mindset also and helping him get back to whatever level he does get back to, no matter how, how high you know it goes for him, whether he regains X amount of mobility, X amount of ability, um, again, that that's great for now, and I understand. No, I, and I'm rooting for him, but I just I see the ceiling, even if other people don't want to. No, I understand that. I understand that. I don't know if we have to look at the ceiling yet, though. I think right now you still have to look at what he's able to do, how he's able to progress, and to help him get over or get through this. Because hey, he, he's still a Steeler right now. I understand what the Steelers are doing. I agree a hundred percent with what they're doing right now. Somewhere but, but, down the but, line, though, there's going to be a doctor who probably says... And somewhere down the line, they're going to have to tell him that, that they don't have need for him anymore, the Steelers. I think somewhere down the line, Mark, be, he'll because, come to that because, conclusion. Because, Bob, like I, I, I told the story before, and I think you know who I was talking about, but don't say the name. No, nope, will not. Athlete in Pittsburgh who was hurt, not, not, not in terms of forever, career-ending like Shazier, but he had a season ended, and he put the staff under the gun to help him, you know, rehabilitate and get ready for next season. And finally, the staff and the the general manager had to say, look, you know, we're more concerned about the people who can play. And I got a feeling it will reach that point with Shazier sooner, not later. Well, no, it, it might. And whenever it does, Mark, I mean, I think that the Steelers are doing the right thing right now. They've got all sorts of ways that they can help Ryan Shazier and his family and friends through this right now. They're putting all of that out there. Good for them. Um, again, I, my belief is that it's going to be up to 51. Or I'm sorry, 51. It's going to be up to Ryan well, Shazier. Barrier. No, <laughs> I'm looking at a 51 right on the board right here. It's going to be up to him to figure out where the story ends. Um, and, and look, good luck to him. God bless him. Horrible thing. His playing days are probably over. I would think that they would be over for the reason that you said. I, I just don't see a doctor at some point taking the risk of clearing him. And I hope that Ryan... Right, because if the doctor clears him and the team clears him, they're responsible. Exactly. Bob, 30 seconds or less. Have the Pirates killed the town? Will they ever get the customers back barring an ownership change? Anything's possible, but for right now, I don't see that happening. Especially with what they're trotting out there again tonight. I mean, your argument about him not playing... It's so it's solid. 
There's no other part to that argument as to why for $5.75 million, he should be getting trotted out there every other opportunity. Bob, everything I say is right. <laughs> That's Bob McLaughlin. He's brought to you by 84 Lumber. Bob, you know, I think I might have forgotten to prepare a list. I'm going through my notes now, and I can't eat. Oh, no, I did do one. I did do one. It's pretty good, too. 105.9 The X.